0: Matt, as if you and I did not already have more than enough to do, more than enough on our plates, this is yet another podcast from the Throw the Flag Network called That's Discussing. That's Discussing. Ew, P-U. <laughs> Which um, I am shocked as you are that that was not taken I can't believe already.
1: that's not someone's title. Either that means we're the, you're the most clever, because that's a 100% Sean Major's creation, or it is too lame for anyone else to have tried it. So why not <laughs> yes. us? Huh? I was tr- I
0: was I was trying to go to bed one night, and it was like 2:30 in the morning, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's a really good name for a Whenever, whenever you got that email, yes, which I think was like you know probably like three o'clock your time. <laughs> then I went back to bed. Well, if you don't already know. Woke up one morning
1: and then I got out of bed. I had a big old cup of coffee just to clip my head. <laughs> is that
0: a is that a Will Ferrell
1: thing? No, that is the uh, opening line to Saturday Night Lives. What's up with that? Oh, that's right, that's right. Jason Sudeikis can dance <laughs> really. Jason Sudeikis. Really held that skit together in the early goings. Um, <laughs> that is that is the thing that drew me in. The first time, it was Curtis that showed it to me. And Sudeikis jumps in and starts doing The Running Man. I'm like, what is, okay, I'm in with this. I'll, I'll stick with it." Where this. is this dancing coming yeah. from? Yeah. And then uh, the next episode, like, Jake Roberts showed up. <laughs> it was Bobby Moynihan, I think, playing Jake Roberts. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm all in with that. Oh yeah, this is a podcast where we can talk about what we want to. So all of our tangents, if we don't have to rein in. This is the best it's idea. True. Poor Lindsey Buckingham, never, <sighs> never got, never to, got to speak on the. Uh, he on never the, uh, got show. to speak. And Abby Elliott as a backup dancer. Oh, oh my god. Oh.
0: Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Really? Uh, I, I I don't know what the what the attraction is. I mean, I do. I do. <laughs> I know Fred Armisen personally. I know Fred Armisen like Mike Shula knows Cam Newton. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Guy, <laughs> um, one of our one of our first and, and most uh, passionate fans emailed me. He said, "What am I missing, Mike?" Sh- I've heard Mike Schuller before. He doesn't have a he doesn't have a high pitched voice. Nope, he and doesn't. I typed, I typed back
1: and I said, "Brad, you are not missing a thing. Nope, you're not." <laughs> and it's probably only funny to literally me at this point, but it will never it is, not be funny to me.
0: It is the best possible outcome for steven tyler who does not want to miss a thing and does not miss a
1: thing. <laughs> this is that's disgusting Saw Stephen steven tyler listen- in the bathroom at a bob dylan show once much shorter <laughs> really? yeah this is much shorter than uh than when you would expect are you sure it wasn't gina gershon <laughs> well you're right i had to look a long time and at some point, I realized that I wasn't are you, erect, are you and that wasn't Gina. <laughs> so. It wasn't Gina Gershon. I
0: thought. I thought of you the other uh, the other day. I was watching um, Z Nation, which is the sci fi's comedic answer to The Walking Dead. Oh, that sounds now horrible. its horrible now in its fourth season. Tom Everett Scott, I believe, is the only recognizable character and he dies in the in the fourth episode (laughs) spoiler alert (laughs) post spoiler alert and gina gershon shows up in like at the end of the third season and she she plays like the leader of this like mexican death cult and it's she has the worst worst i can't imagine
1: anything sexier Um, it's i'm having trouble uh, keeping focus it's, right now. Oh man, when she showed up is. on um, uh what's the what's the Pete Holmes show? Come on, oh yeah, uh, well, that thing. You know what I'm talking it about. It is crashing. Crashing when she it's showed up on crashing, Crash crashing. playing that old party girl that just wanted to hang out with Artie Lang one more time. Whew. Yeah, what a stretch. I'm sure, I'm sure that exact right.
0: situation has never played in right. a
1: Oh my god, I just I just melt. I was so angry at Pete Holmes for how he treated that woman by trying to be nice to her and not um, partying with her.
0: That this is, that's discussing. If you listen to, that was discussed our preview, our, our second 22nd preview episode. It was, it is described as us talking about anything, non-college football and poetry, also college football and poetry. <laughs> Two other podcasts we have, one is Throw the Flag, dealing with college football, which we are only doing this episode because we're waiting on a very, very non-here Matt Creel, even though we agreed on a specific time to meet. And our other podcast, Cold Dog Soup, where we tackle all the entire world of crappy poetry. Mm -hmm. So far, it's just been... Two of my really close
1: friends being super mean-spirited to me for One of your really close friends being super (laughs) mean-spirited, and the other one constantly being swayed by your terrible pros. It's really a rib on me, not you. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually why
0: Creel's not here. He didn't want to be here when I told you. This This has all been a long con against you. Um... Well, there's uh there's a lot wacky a lot of wacky stuff going on in the world today. What's going on in the world today? We always said, you know, this this would be the catch all podcast, and it could be about music, could be about politics, could be about Gina Gershon popping up in uh shows that have not been canceled. And ain't nothing wrong ago. with that. She was in some movie <laughs> She was in some movie about like a like an old rock and
1: roller. That's pray for rock and I roll. Was, I was just about to ask you if you took Doctor Ferris's movie. class where we watched pray for. Yeah. Did you take that class? No,
0: uh, I didn't take that class, but I helped her. I I was in sore need of extra credit, and she let me work with her on a special project to like edit or write, uh, like you know, co-write some article about
1: that. I movie. have a vague recollect of that. <laughs> yes, I remember watching that and her saying that she was working on a project about it. Man, I've only seen it in was- that class. I've never watched it again. Um I loved it there in that setting, but it is hard to be I think it was like there was only like 9 or 10 of us in the class and yeah. everybody else was a lady and you know it's it deals with you know, women not finding their place in music and being abused, you know, just your typical uh, mm-hmm. seem like I'm, I'm mitigating and I'm not. Um, but, you know, the the standard trials of women, that, that was sort of the core of the movie. Um, and I, I got all those things, but I also got Jesus Christ, Gina Gershon. I mean, come on, guys. Can we just sit here and talk a little while about Gina Gershon? <laughs> no, I can't stand up right now. I'm sorry. Pray for Rock and Roll, P-R-E-Y. Yeah, get it, is I get eight, it. I totally
2: get it.
0: 2003 American drama film written by Sherry Love Dog and Robin That's Whitehouse. That's a bad name. That's a bad name for the someone f- to have. <laughs> That's set in the L.A. club scene of the late 1980s. That is ripped straight from a Sean Major's poem. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Pray for Rock and Roll probably is... I mean the I I don't know if you if you saw the the video that I took and sent you over the week but over the week but um it was of me finding a notebook yes.
1: in one of my Oh that was drawers, a video I didn't know that. I thought it was just a steal.
0: Flipping through several pages of some of them are poems that we've already tackled like your nine have. times. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there is, there was a, what looks like a table of contents, which lists, it has several crossed out, but there are
1: 60 of them. Good Lord. So I feel like I'm missing like 20, but I digress. Remember that time we were talking about Gina Gershon? <laughs>
0: Pray for rock and roll is set in the L.A. club scene of the 1980s. The film follows the story of Jackie Gershon and her all-girl punk rock band, Clam Dandy.
1: Oh, God. I definitely didn't remember that was the name of the band.
0: (laughs) On the verge of turning 40, Jackie, with an eye, decides that Mm. if the band's one last shot at the big time is unsuccessful, she will give up her dreams of stardom. Along the way, the women are shocked by personal tragedies. I'm sorry, rocked by personal tragedies that threaten to break up the band. Thank you. It
1: is Rocktober, dude. It is Rocktober
0: 1st. Starring the cast of Gina Gershon, Drea De Mateo, also known as Chrissy's wife from The Sopranos, Lori Petty, because of course she's in there, and Mark Blucas, who is not Nathan Fillion, who I always think is Nathan Fillion. I don't know who any of those people are. (laughs) Mark Blucas played Riley Finn in Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
2: Uh, How
1: did I know that it would go back
0: to the
2: verse?
1: Everything else.
0: (laughs) By the way, I am so ready to pull the trigger on on retail. Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, There's a scene in that movie where it might be that guy you just named. um, Yeah, he's the main guy. He – there's – so you know the the band is full of the archetypes there's like the tough girl and the smart girl and then the young sort of naive girl and and he gets mad at somebody and he attacks the young naive girl and he he, they show her beating him up and then they show a scene where for me i interpret it as oh man maybe he just beat her up and did not rape her that's what i got from it and so like we were having a discussion after the movie's over and i'm like yeah, you know, in that one scene, it felt like they were kind of giving you a did he rape or did he not rape sort of vibe. And I was like, oh, man, I'm really hoping he didn't rape her. And then it, you know, it's kind of revealed that he did. And all the women in the class looked at me like, you dumb man. <laughs> what a dumb, <laughs> dumb man you are. How did you not understand that that was immediately going to be a rape? I'm like, look, dudes, I read the rape signs. I, I, I was here to read them. But I am a dreamer. I am an eternal <laughs> hoper. Well, <laughs> I
0: think, I think that kind of goes into the um, – this really sucks because I, I wanted to say save yourself, don't watch Pray for Rock and Roll, watch Josie and the Pussycats instead with Robin Lee Cook, Rosario Dawson, Terry, Reed and Carson Daly. It's a cast. But what – <laughs> it's actually a pretty funny movie. It's not. Um, it's good. It's good. Alan Cummings in it, Donald Faison from Scrubs fame. Yeah chocolate bear speaking of uh so you 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 watching that movie and assuming the best is probably in in which the same manner that i would have read that scene back then um and it's kind of the the story that you were t- that you that we discussed after i was pulled over by the cops that one time Are you sure <laughs> and, and let go sure (laughs) and you pointed to your skin and you pointed to my skin as the reason why and i and i was shocked because it never entered my mind Mm -hmm. um i i think i think being being men being males in 2017 even as woke as we'd like to think we are Hashtag RBS dope as hell. We can't do this. We can't do this podcast. Because it no matter how well intentioned, um, aware or anything else that we are, we could handle the most sensitive topics perfectly. We're still gonna like laugh because there's gonna be some we're gonna come off as disrespectful, awful, and making
1: very I think that you've hit on situation. I think you've hit on the, the nature, the, the core of my dilemma as a human right now. Um, that we have. I thought about this a lot last night because, oddly enough, I thought that we might end up having to do this today for whatever reason. I was just like, I should be prepared yeah. with some sort of take on because Sean and I talk. We're friends. We talk during the week, and then I think doing a bunch of podcasts have limited some of that because everything we start doing, we think we need to save for the air. So I was having an internal dialogue with myself. Um. That, uh, that I was like, what am I really irked about if I look at, um, how we discuss politics or how this whole NFL kneeling thing is going on? Like, what is really at the core of my anger with all this? Because I'm a person who is generally apathetic toward most things political. I just, you know. To save a long dive tribe, I feel like you kind of get what you deserve. You know, you get the leader you're going to pick and we're a democracy that got to roll with it, blah, 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 all that stuff. But what really bothers me is that we can't honestly discuss things anymore because, like you just said, if we were to say something that in our hearts we meant, you know, we're having an honest discussion and something tickles us in the thing and we laugh at it, that becomes... The piece that that's become the, the only thing that matters in the discussion is oh look what they right. did
0: and I and I am forever you know I have I've come from the world of politics I've worked on more campaigns than I like to admit uh, worked on Capitol Hill for eight years and you know in the back of my mind it's always you know never do anything in your private life that is going to that is going to you know put your boss or your career. In mm-hmm, that
1: mm-hmm,
0: place mm-hmm. so you know but kind of getting back to that and that is always that's my concern and that's why you know I've happily done a college football podcast um, because you know it's it's probably the furthest away from you know saying controversial stuff, but then then you do it with me and Creel,
2: and, <laughs> and shit gets I, going.
0: I do I I do it with you and Creel, and then and then some idiot sends a letter to Kevin Sumlin because he lost a football game. Um, you don't know, you know how
1: many jokes I have wanted to make <laughs> about that. Um, it hurts me but to not they, be able to say those things.
0: Uh, you have. And I am eternally grateful because I I, I know you very well,
2: and mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I know I it is is extremely clear that you have pulled back a great Oh, deal. a lot,
1: <laughs> a lot
0: <And> for that. <laughs> I will say that if you really want to hear Matt's angriest, you can listen to I believe it was episode three of Cold Dog Soup, which is. Uh, perfect slash untitled. Usually we have Creel, again, who is not here. We hope everything... He's right on the way. He yeah. is? Did he text yeah. that? Okay, good. Well, um, well, that's good, because my mind goes to the worst possible things. Uh, perfect. Hankins uh, read one of my poems and he was so angry that he had to cut a segment that mm-hmm. night Immediately. <laughs> In which, and again, Matt is African-American, I am white. And Matt... So angry, in between haranguings, he said, I have wanted to call you the N-word so badly, <laughs> and I am going to give out your <laughs> That was my only way of getting back at you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Uh, however, um, I don't think we're going to be able to fit in the Kaepernick thing by the time... Real gets here no we can yeah I mean, that's
1: fine and by god there's certainly enough people that have talked about that and me and you are of the yeah. same opinion as far as the actual yeah, this thing. is never
0: going to be a point counterpoint crossfire type of no thing. we uh, we agree 99 percent of the time but when that one percent pops up we're gonna spend oh my nine, god we nine will,
1: hours we'll thing. go deep on it but yeah just like the fact that we, the, the honesty thing, really, that, that speaks in that, too, because um, you can't discuss anything in any way um, that is not going to be offensive. And I'm not somebody who's yelling, oh, politically correct, it's too much. I don't mean it that way. I mean, yeah. like, I'll tell you what, what really got me. I, I stopped by CNN for some reason the other day on the TV, which is odd. And it was right after uh, Charlottesville happened. And obviously the president said what he said about there's good people and bad people on both sides. Right. And I agree that that is a shitty thing to say in the time after a murder has happened. I I totally agree with that. And I would like the president to not say that. However, the statement that he made is accurate. There are not necessarily good people and bad people on both sides, but, Antifa and Black Lives Matter had some people who did not behave in a way that you would consider to be good. Um, you know, some of those guys are there to pick a fight. They're young, rowdy dudes and they're there to, to show right. out. And that is what that well, is. I
0: I think I think the main the main issue people took with those comments is that is not the there are bad people on both sides, but there are good people on both sure. sides. Sure, and, and yes, you're right because there are if if you are and this has been said to death but the the clearest way to put it is it doesn't matter if you're not wearing a swastika if you're marching next With to the Nazis is, you're
1: is, a bad dude you're not yeah. you're not a bad that's, person. you're not a good That's person. right. But but if someone on the other side of the of the aisle or the other opinion happens to say man those antifa dudes were showing out as well um the the people on the other side of the argument can't make the stance to say yes, you are correct. Um, there are bad people over there, and that needs to be addressed as well. Um, it turns into well, you can't say there's good. It, it turns into a semantic argument, like you will hear on this show a thousand times. Just wait till we get to the episode about REM and <laughs> whether they're great or not. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say.
0: Hankins and I. Hankins and I were not arguing whether or not. A, we liked REM, whether or not they deserve awards, acclaim, etc., cetera, et cetera, We were arguing on what the correct definition of great is, as it applies to one band, mm-hmm. a very, a, a very a good band.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so but
1: that is that is <laughs> two o'clock at the ca- at the Capitol Lounge in Washington <laughs> D.C. on a forty-eight hour rules and force weekend. Where you know you're oh going hard, yeah. It is it is that thing that drives me the most crazy out of all of it. That we just make a lot of noise, nothing happens. Well, that's the thing that, and and that is the
0: thing that you know. I, I mentioned that I worked on Capitol Hill. I I have been very very lucky with three good bosses that thought things through, always wanted to be completely correct, factually correct, and did not want to say anything, make any public statements or anything like that, that could be picked apart even in the least and come back to haunt yep. them. So that and that being said, you know, that also limits you as a communications professional mm-hmm. to say, well, technically this is true, but you can be technically true. You can be technically correct and in being intellectually dishonest
1: as well. Yeah. And, 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 and is that I, kind of eggshell walking and sort of fence sitting. That we've yeah. gotten into, and it, it leads to nothing ever really getting done or being done. Um, and that's what I try to, that's that's what I always try to be. I You
0: know, I am as, I, I think of myself as as, as far left you oh, know, yeah as, you know. as anyone I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but, I mean, you know, one of the things that I always see, you know, s- specifically watching the, the circus that was the Republican primary last year. Anytime Marco Rubio said something that I disagreed with, or Donald Trump, or Ted Cruz, or John Kasich, anything, I. And, and anytime anybody says something that I, you know, the, the impartial individual would say, well, that Democrat, that liberal, that whatever, that progressive is just. Programmed to hate anything a Republican or or a conservative yeah. says. I always try. I always try to say, well, what if my my candidate did that? What if my guy? What if my girl did something like that? And you know, that's the same thing. Um, and I I don't respect it when people are not <laughs> at, just be consistent in your outrage. That's all I yeah. want. Yeah. If you if 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 you know if, if you're angry that Hillary Clinton you know moved her emails over to a private server and and you know it was. It, represented a security problem be just as angry when news comes out that the entire current white house is basically yeah
1: yeah we're all we've all not we not everybody but the lion's share of uh anybody who's vocal about politics we've joined a gang and we're in one gang or the other gang and then, you know, some of us are in a, a different gang, so and that gang just seems stupid. <laughs> like, no well, matter what that gang it's, does. It's college say, football, yeah, man. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You're 100% right. It's it's all college football. It's, Michigan, it's all Ohio wrestling. State, it's, it's Alabama, yeah. Auburn. It's USC, UCLA. It's all those things. And I have a I was telling you this the other night. I have a theory that perhaps, while this is enraging and annoying, and I could be wrong because I'm wrong about a lot of things, This might be how stasis is maintained, that we all just Mm -hmm. argue all the time about everything. And so nothing really left or right gets pushed through in any significant way. Um, You take universal health care, right? That's what we thought we might get from Obamacare. It's not what we got. mm -hmm. Um, We got a thing that made it better for a lot of people. But some people argue that it including insurance. There you go. Absolutely. Um, And because of that, stasis is maintained. There's no uprising in the streets. Um, There's no coup at the gates. Um, We have a president now who can tweet out the craziest things. And through we're we're relatively certain that we will just discuss it. We will scream about it. Sometimes bad things like Charlottesville will happen. um, And that's a terrible thing that happened. But it won't be... We won't be um, in a a civil war because we'll just scream about it and move on.
0: Well, that's the – I mean, honestly, as much as I hate to say it because there are several things that I want to happen tomorrow, whether it's health care, whether it's voting rights, whether it's marriage equality, whether it's X, Y, or Z. I mean, that's how our country was set up so that you you can't make – Massive yep. changes. That's the reason why the, the Senate has the filibuster to protect the minority against the tyranny of the majority. Yep. Um, I mean, shit. It, it again. This, this is going to be the first of, of, of many times I feel stupid uh, quoting a black guy to a black guy. But Martin Luther King said, "The oral, the the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice." I mean, that's not a that doesn't paint a picture of a straight point from a to justice. Yeah, I it's, don't think that that's a no. useless
1: platitude. I think that in the end, at least in this country, I think that in the end we'll sort of be in the middle. And if you ask the Romans right before the fall of them, or you ask any other great dynasty right before it fell off a cliff, um, would you rather have just sort of the middle if you, could, if you could walk it back a little bit, would you rather just stay toward the middle or go with this extreme and try to overthrow or do this thing and the other thing? Um, and having the benefit of looking back over history, uh, it might be okay to just be in the middle. Yes, there are going to be things that are infuriating for both sides of this thing. Um, but it might be in the middle where that fury lives that we have a way to get it out and just scream and yell nonsense about it. And then the next thing happens and we move on to it. So clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. <laughs> and here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Not sung by mm-hmm. Bob Dylan. It's the Dylan-ass Steelers wheel. I should know that whole thing from uh, Reservoir Dogs, but I don't. Cause I'm a bad fan of things. I'm just the I'm just a, uh, a a meddler. I just pick around here like, yeah, I know that thing. If you get me deep, nope, I can't go deep with you. No, I don't know who say who played second base on this thing or that thing.
0: <laughs> like second b a s s or
1: b a s e. You take your pick.
0: Because <laughs> if it's if it's second base of the 1992 Atlanta Braves, it's definitely it Mark is Limke.
1: definitely Mark Limpkey. Or it could have been Steve Sachs and who had a grotesquely uh, swollen def- jaw. Now, that was Griffey, right? Steve <laughs> Sachs had a run in with the law. King Griffey is grotesquely swollen jaw. Definitely. Talking home. Talking homer. and Straw.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Mark Lemke is a great follow up track to Queen Jane,
2: approximately.
1: <laughs> when your mother. Sends back all your invitations. <laughs>
0: um, well, hey, listen, Creel just walked in, um, and
1: oh, that was a good little. I don't know what you want to do yourselves, but yeah,
0: not too bad, not too bad. Um, so let's let's end it there. From Gina Gershon to Charlottesville to Mark Lemke, this has been episode one of That's Discussing, <laughs> and Creel is doing that silent little laugh. <laughs> So as not to be too disrespectful, but um, that's that's just a taste of what's to come, guys. And uh, I can't wait until this gets us both fired from our respective Absolutely. jobs. Absolutely. And where... This is all we have. To, where and I was. This is all we year. have
1: are these microphones. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we'll, I'm sure, and by we, I mean Hankins, will uh, find the correct bumper music for mm-hmm. this. And if you like listening to our other podcasts, please continue
1: doing (laughs) it. Never stop.
0: (laughs) There's, uh, We have Throw the Flag College Football Podcast. Please do not uh, replace us.
1: Please do not replace (laughs) us. God.
0: (laughs) And uh, if you like what we're doing, you can support us in a more personal way at patreon.com slash ttf. You can follow us on Twitter at Throw the Flag Network. You can email us your thoughts at throw the flag network at gmail.com and that's it guys, episode one good night and good luck
2: well Mr. Burns had done it the power plant had won it with Roger Clemens clucking all the while Mike Socia's tragic illness made us smile while Wade Boggs lay unconscious on the barroom tile We're talking softball From Maine to San Diego Talking softball Manningly and Conseco Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw, Steve Sachs and his running with the law We're talking Homer Ozzy and the straw We're talking softball Softball, Mattingly and Canseco, Ken Griffey's grotesquely swollen jaw, Steve Sachs and his running with the law. We're talking homer, Ozzy and the straw.